0: this is locked on angels a locked on crossover edition we have our friend lindsey crosby joining us and he is going to help us decide if the angels should trade Shohei or not and what trade packages we could actually get if the angels do decide to trade the unicorn it's time to get locked on with mike and john and this is locked on angels
1: you are locked on angels your daily los angeles angels podcast Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team
0: every day. Thanks for making Locked On Angels your first listen of the day. You can find us anywhere you get your podcasts. And the best way to help us out is by giving us a rate and a review. And those watching on YouTube, make sure that you're subscribed and click that bell to be notified every time a new episode drops. Thanks for being here for this episode of Lockdown Angels, where it's your team every day. You've got the Frisch Brothers here with you,
1: a.k.a. the Super Halo Bros. My name is John, and that's my brother, Mike. And my name is Mike, and that's my brother, John. Mike, we have to be smart and decide if the Angels decide to trade Otani, what kind of haul could they get back from some of the teams around the league? We've got Lindsey Crosby here on a Lockdown Crossover to find out
0: so excited to have our friend and your friend lindsey crosby joining us from locked on mlb prospects lindsey it's great to see you again
2: uh it is it is good to be here it is good to be seen uh the mlb draft is always a crazy time for us you've got college world series you've got this and then we're coming right up into the trade deadline so busy time of year for us but i wouldn't have it any any other way i'll sleep in august (laughs) <laughs> yeah,
1: hey, perfect. did I hear? Did I hear this right? I believe on the draft talk on draft day that you said we were your favorite hosts. Is that what I heard? You did, or did hear I that. that? No, you you <laughs> did hear that. You know, I I, I go on
2: a lot of Locked On shows, and I just I enjoy my time on Locked On Angels the most. Now, is love that it. partially related to the fact that I enjoy your minor league affiliate, the Rocket City Trash Pandas, a little bit?
0: But also, sure. I just love you guys. You guys are tons Aww. of fun. All right, right we need a trophy or something that just says Lindsay's favorite. That would be awesome. (laughs) Lindsay, you're on the show today because we want to hear from you. We need an expert to help us out because there's a lot of talk about Shohei Otani and if the Angels are going to trade him or not. We're kind of in the category as of right now that it's a big if, but if the Angels have to make a move, there's a lot of names out there. There's a lot of people that are saying, oh, it's going to be this person and that person and this team and that organization. So we thought... Let's just bring Lindsay on, the expert, and you can help us out. So why don't we start with what the package might entail? Yeah, so the big that's the big thing here, right? Is, yes, it's a rental
2: of Shohei Otani. You have two months. You're going to pay about, I think, $13 million in salary. But you're getting the home run leader in baseball as well as a pretty good pitcher. And so because of that, it's going to be, a larger package than you typically see for a for a a rental at the trade deadline and Mm -hmm. the kind of common consensus around the prospect apparatus is two top 100 prospects and or recently graduated top 100 prospects is the base of the package like no matter what that's at least in there and then to go along with that probably a guy that's in your organization's top 10 and then probably at least one guy that's in your top 20 to top 30 And then possibly a wild card you know lottery ticket of a random prospect you know Mm -hmm. think think about like a 17 year old pitcher out of the the dominican summer league or something like that so you're looking at a four to five player package and again it's going to have to be keyed by two really good top 100 prospects and the fact that that's the headliner means you already kind of rule out a couple teams up front because they just don't have that prospect capital i'm a braves fan and as much as i'd love to see shohei otani on the braves The Braves don't have the prospects to trade for Shohei. They just don't have those two top 100 guys. So it narrows your field down somewhat just based on the quality the team has to have up front. So who are the
1: top teams that could probably swing this here in terms of being in contention? Guys who could definitely use a Shohei Otani to get them to the World Series, or at least the playoffs and beyond. Yeah, so I've... I've kind
2: of broken it down into, into. I have 10 total teams, uh, five okay. that are the top tier contenders that can do everything, and then the teams that can kind of make it work. We'll get to them later. Uh, I think number one, we have to talk about them because they're so prevalent and they're so close to Los Angeles Dodgers. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have six top 100 prospects, and what's really good is they have a nice distribution. They've got three pitchers. They've got three position players. They also have some recently graduated top 100 prospects that are still in the minors in Miguel Vargas. And so they're a really good fit simply because they've got so many arms in that system. They've got so many options and they're right there in town. He doesn't have to move for too <laughs> right, right. He can live at the <laughs> right. same place and just drive somewhere new every day. Uh, I think the second team is the Baltimore Orioles. Mm. They have... And and they stand I've been out big to on me. Them. <laughs> yeah, they stand out to me a lot, and I'd like that fit honestly more than any of the rest of them, simply because they have so many young position players. Like they actually don't have playing time for everybody. They're mm. they're kind of backing up in Triple A Norfolk. they have so many good position players, whether it's a Jordan Westberg, Kobe Mayo, Heston Keir style, like a bunch of guys, and then they don't have a ton of starting pitching that they know a lot about yet right um, Grayson Rodriguez is not going to be on the table on a deal like this but Tyler Wells Kyle Bradish, you're familiar with that guy
1: yes uh, yeah. it's just <laughs> we they could don't... use a Kyle Bradish, <laughs> <laughs> exactly like that's kind
2: of this kind of the situation they're in they've got a bunch of arms that are still to be determined but a ton of position players and I think that could be a good fit uh, I like the the Texas Rangers I know that's a hard thought about like it's a division rival but they have a ton of position player talent as well because they've locked up that whole infield for six years now. There's a kind of a backup of Justin Foscue, Dom, uh, Dustin Harris, Tom and Segesi are all infielders. Luis Angelo Cunha is in that group, as well as a lot of guys they've kicked to the outfield like Ezekiel Duran, mm-hmm. and then they've got a ton of arms. Jack Leiter struggling a little bit, Kumar Rocker, but then they've got Brock Porter from last year's draft. Bunch of pitchers so they can give a well-rounded package.
1: Bryce Patrick of Locked On Rangers uh, said, I would love getting Otani, but I'm terrified at the thought that these guys are going to terrorize us for their entire (laughs) careers with the Angels. And that's (laughs) what makes it really hard. And that's why I'm I'm a little less certain on the
2: Rangers being heavily in this mix. Mm -hmm. Uh, They feel like a team that if they feel like they have a good chance at re-signing him, they would be in the deal. But Mm. like you said, if they make that deal and don't re-sign him, they get to get beat by their own prospects for a decade. And that's right. the hard part. Yeah, that that's what makes this tough. Um, I also think the Phillies are a team that's quietly mm. really kind of uh, a dark horse in this because they've got a bunch of, of young, hard-throwing pitchers. Even if you look at the fact that Andrew Painter's out with Tommy John right now. They've got Mick Abel, Griff McGarry, Orion Kirkering's a guy that's come on this year. They have a bunch of talented outfielders. And that's something that this system has outfielders, this angel system does, but not a ton of guys who are uh, super high ceiling. Mm-hmm. And then there's a good relationship here. You guys have made a couple deals in the past. And so like, obviously you have each other's phone numbers. You have a history of making deals that kind of makes sense. They would be in on this. And then the fifth team for me is the Rays. The mm-hmm. Tampa Bay Rays need starting pitching really bad. And they have, they're the team more so, th- so than anybody else they always have excess AAA position player prospects. The big hmm. deal every fall is who can Tampa Bay trade away because they don't want to have to make the 40-man roster decision on them. And so like if you just look right now, in AAA, they have three really talented infielders like Curtis Mead, Kyle Manzardo, guys like that farther down in the system. They've got a lot of talented shortstops. They've got some outfielders. And then they have a lot of pitching that they're able to develop really well the issue with the Rays is they don't have a huge history of making acquisitions at the deadline they say mm. they can take on the 13 million they've said they're they have no restrictions put on them by ownership for what they can right. do to contend and like we saw them go out and get Nelson Cruz in 2021 that wasn't a deal we thought they would make either and so right. Phillies and Ranger uh, Phillies and Rays are kind of my dark horses in this but mm. the Dodgers and Orioles feel like that's probably the best bet because they have both the prospect capital and they're contending and they can afford to lose those guys and still be competitive in the future. And that's not something a lot of teams can say.
0: Now, can Lindsay, tell- do, you, do you make any, uh, any take any thought, uh, give any credence to the report that the Angels are just not going to trade with the Dodgers? Or do you think that that's just the rumor mill being the rumor mill? I think right
2: now, nobody really knows what's true right hmm. it's it's something where this this, this feels <laughs> this feels like this deal is kind of going to come together the day of the deadline a right. few hours before the deadline like yeah. that's and it's just simply because we have to see what the schedule does we have to see i mean do you do you go on a winning streak do you go on a losing streak is it 50-50 do you get good news about Mike Trout's injury do you get bad news and so i don't really think anybody's off the table right now i think if anything there's probably some teams that have checked in but acknowledge that they're probably not going to make a strong offer unless something changes for them. Like I think it's more likely teams are taking themselves out than the Angels are taking them out of the the contention for Shohei Otani.
1: Well, if you're interested in watching and listening to the Angels, they're starting a series tonight against the Pirates uh, at the Big A. It starts at 6.38 Pacific Time. You can catch every pitch of the Angels' hometown broadcast on SiriusXM with the SXM app. All you got to do is search Angels coming up. Lindsey's got more details on which teams might be able to swing it. Maybe, maybe not. We'll see what Lindsey's got in store for us, Halo fans who are trying to take it one game at a time uh, before that trade deadline. So we'll get into all of that coming right up.
0: Today's show is brought to you by eBay Motors. For a championship team, it's all about making sure every player is a perfect fit. And it's the same when it comes to your vehicle. Every part needs to fit just right. So the next time you need parts and accessories, head to eBay Motors with an eBay Guarantee Fit. You can be sure that every part you need fits just right the first time around. All you got to do is add your ride to the My Garage and look for the green check mark to know that your part will fit or your money back. And for somebody like me, who is terrible when it comes to automobiles, I am so thankful for the My Garage on eBay Motors. And with 122 million parts to choose from, you'll be back in the game in no time. So get the right parts, the right fit, at the right prices on ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. eBay Guarantee Fit is only available to U.S. customers.
1: Thanks for making Locked On Angels and Locked On MLB Prospects your first listen of the day. No matter where you're coming from, we're glad that you're here, and we're glad that all three of us are here together. It's a lot of fun to always get together and talk. Angels, Otani, Prospects, all that stuff. Uh, Listen, the Angels are playing the Pirates tonight, 638 Pacific Time. You can catch every pitch of the Angels' hometown broadcast on SiriusXM with the SXM app. So if you're tuning in to Locked On MLB Prospects and you're thinking, how are those angels doing? Well, you might be surprised to see that they've won four of their last six and, and three of those came against the Yankees who they sweeped. And Lindsay, that's kind of the conundrum that Mike and I are in with this Otani talk is what's like you said, it's, it's going to take us right up into the deadline uh, to make a decision on this because I think it all depends on whether the angels think that they can get back into the wild card race. And some of that hinges on their own destiny. I mean, they beat the Yankees and they have the Blue Jays coming up before the deadline. But then some of that's out of their hands as well because the Astros are ahead of them. Obviously, the Rangers are in first place in the West. And then you have teams like the Rays and the Orioles kind of bouncing back and forth between first place in the East and first place in the Wild Card. So we're, we're trying to take it a day at a time here.
2: Yeah, the, the central divisions in both leagues are really making the trade deadline tough because mm. it's a lot of... I'm going to be nice and say mediocrity, right? Yeah. Uh, you look at the AL Central, at this time of recording, Minnesota is 50 and 48, and they're two games up in the Central. Like they're leading the Central. Milwaukee doing better, 54 and 43, but they're two and a half games up on Cincinnati. And so it feels like a lot of the the trades are going to come out of which of these teams in the central realize we don't have a shot of making the postseason mm-hmm. we need to go ahead and sell the White Sox have a couple of pieces that Detroit has a couple of pieces Cleveland is a team that could sell a ton of pitching and St. Louis needs to probably tear it down and, and go get a whole bunch of whole new pitchers and so yeah. there's a lot of options but we're just not gonna know on really anybody until we get right up to the deadline and so that's what's tough. It all depends on how you do in the next ten days, how everybody else does in the next ten days, and what happens in the central. Can anybody run away with the, with either central division so that more teams come clear? Obviously, if, if you're trading Shohei, you want the central pictures to be muddied so that all of these teams still stay in it, right? Like you want Milwaukee to beat Atlanta over the weekend so that they're uh, they're they're winning they're winning the central, but Cincinnati's right behind them, and there's a mm-hmm. wild card possibility there. That's Mm -hmm. what's so hard about this. But either way, Shohei Otani is going to get the biggest package of any player available at the deadline. And he'll probably rival Fred McGriff in 1990, I think it was three, as Mm -hmm. far as like the best possible return for a trade deadline rental in baseball history.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think the greatest trade that could happen is if we can move from the West to the AL Central (laughs) Um, I'm wondering if we can work that out. I don't yeah. really know about that. Talk to, talk to somebody, John. Maybe we can figure it out. Listen, Lindsey, you gave us some great teams that have a lot of prospects. Probably going to be, if they make a trade, the Angels make a trade, probably going to be one of those teams. But mm-hmm. there are also some teams that are interested, but they would have to stretch a bit. Can you share some of those teams with us? Yeah, so this isn't any Reds or a team that I think about. They're in second
2: place there in the Central. Uh, they've, they've, they were really hot for a while. They've been on a cold streak recently, but... They've called up a lot of their young prospects. And La Cruz yeah. is not going anywhere. One of the highest ceiling players in all of baseball, but they've called up Christian Encarnacion strand. They have Spencer steer at the big league level, uh, in the minors. They've still got to Marte. They haven't called up yet. Cause they don't have a place for him. They're trying him in the outfield, different things like that. And then a bunch of arms, Andrew Abbott's up in the bigs. I think he went eight innings today with like, he one, did two, one or two hits, no runs, wow. uh, but they have a lot of arms as well. Connor Phillips, things like that. They could make it work. They can give a promising package, but they're going to probably have to give at least one of the guys on the Major League roster. And that makes it a little bit tougher for them to say, yes, let's deal and get Otani for two months. Can he offset what we're losing from our Major League roster in the deal? And that's kind of a lot of the issue you see with many of the teams in that second tier. The the guys who could make it work but they have to make sure that Shohei can overcome whatever they're giving up. Uh, Seattle Mariners are a great example of a team that could make it work, but they've got a lot of, of young pitchers up at the major league level. They can give plenty of position players, right? They've got, uh, whether it's really good catchers, shortstop center fielders, they've got a lot of options in the minors, but for arms, they've called up Brian Wu. They've called up George Kirby. They've called up a lot of their young pitchers. And as we know, like, the Angels are going to want pitchers that can get to the big leagues soon. That's kind of the whole, that, that that that's what the Angels do. And so that makes it tough is they're going to say, can Shohei take the place if we take these two guys out of the rotation? Can he give us enough to overcome losing these two young pitchers out of the rotation? Hmm. Uh, I think the Padres, they're not going to give a lot of major league talent, but we can't ignore the Padres because it feels like every time there's a big trade, They're in it, right? And they have enough young guys. They've done a good job in the draft. They've done a good job in international free agency as well. And so they've got some young position players. Jackson Merrill is one of the top shortstop prospects in baseball, top 100 guy. Ethan Salas is 17 years old in low A and Mm. holding his own. He's a top 50 prospect in baseball. So you've got position players. And then right-hand pitcher Dylan Lesko, left-hand pitcher Robbie Snelling. They've got two young promising pitchers that are top 100 guys as well and then other arms that they can kind of throw in the package to fill it out but that's the kind of trade that completely takes away that knocks them down to the 30th farm system in baseball Hmm. and so that's why it's more of a stretch for them about trying to make it work because they they're in essence they're going all in on this season because they've taken all of their future depth out of the system in the trade so Hmm. a couple teams Diamondbacks, similar situation, right? They have they have a lot of promising prospects. Some of them are already up. Alec Thomas, Corbin Carroll's not moving. Don't worry about that. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but Alec Thomas, already at the major league level. They've called up Dominic Canzone and Jake McCarthy, the outfielders. Jordan Lawler and the minors would probably be the keystone of that piece. Hmm. And then they've got three pitchers, three young prospect pitchers. All of them have spent time in the bigs. Ryan Nelson, Brandon Fott, Drew Jameson. You're probably getting two out of those three, But then they're in that same situation of, can Shohei replace what we're losing if we give you two of these members of our starting rotation? And then, oh yeah, Dre Jamison's also hurt and could potentially be out with Tommy John. We don't know that yet. So lots of options, but also it's tougher for them to make that that ask and still be
1: competitive after they do that. It's interesting to me too, because I feel like the Angels will want those guys who are right on the cusp of being part of the major league team and and you, you know we've seen them be aggressive with the likes of Zach Neto and Logan O'Happy and then giving Mickey Moniak a chance this season who's killing uh killing it out there by the way we're so happy that he's doing so well so it it also puts the other teams in an interesting conundrum because the Angels are going to want those guys who are right there and and not the guys who are further down the system who might end up being being better prospects, but it's a matter of can these angels use them in 24 and and 25, but probably 24, right, Mike? They're going to want them soon. <laughs> yeah, and 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 that's why I think one of the teams, kind of a dark horse here, it
2: may not the package may not look the same, but they may be able to give more uh, uh, closer to the bigs talent is the San Francisco Giants. They have Mm. the perk of being on the West Coast, which is Mm -hmm. rumored to be one of the things Shohei wants for his next team. But they can do young position, young outfitter Luis Matos. They have a left side of the infielder in Casey Schmidt can play shortstop or third base. Probably the best defensive third baseman in the minors, uh, now at the bigs. But they've got him, and then they've got two promising lefty pitchers in Kyle Harrison and Carson Wisenhunt. And so their package may look a little bit different, but they could also make it work. But then, but then again, Matos and Schmidt are up at the major league level. And right. so they're taking away from the competitiveness of that team. They may ask for something back like an Eduardo Escobar or someone back if they were to make that deal simply to try to fill in that spot until they can get another prospect ready to go. And so that's why it's, it's an option, but it's a little bit harder to kind of work that out.
1: Let's make a deal. Who are the teams that might be able to actually get this done and make the in Angels interested in trading Otani? So we're going to start in the AL East, and it's not going to be the New York Yankees. Uh, a <laughs> lot of people
2: think that the Yankees are, are going to be in the Shohei Otani sweepstakes. I think the Yankees have players that they could do, but their issue is not fixed by one player, even mm-hmm. a player as good as Shohei Otani. They don't mm-hmm. have a top 50 prospect right now. No. Uh, it would be very much a a quant a quantity over quality kind of situation,
0: mm-hmm. and
2: I still don't think it'd be enough for Shohei to make it work uh, in New York. Plus, if he ever wanted to grow facial here, he wouldn't be allowed to, and that just feels like <laughs> a thing that he wouldn't he wouldn't yeah. jive
0: with. I'm not a fan. We did a <laughs> uh, crossover with Locked On Yankees yesterday, and uh, we told Stacy and Steve uh, they were like, I wonder if they could make a deal, and we said we would get everybody that Griffin Canning struck out this last week because <laughs> they're all in the major leagues, and any of their good players are already up right exactly but in the ales let's
2: look at the tampa bay rays because i know i said they don't make these deals a lot but they were pretty vocal about hey we are going to be in we can make the money work we can do all of this and so if you look at the the triple a team for tampa bay you can go with first baseman kyle manzardo so fills a need at first base for you right there similar profile to jared walsh as far as don't doesn't have amazing power at first base but has a better hit tool than Jared Walsh did. Is a pretty good defender despite being possibly the slowest player in baseball. Hmm. Now that Pujols has has retired, he, <laughs> might, he might be the slowest. But they can combine him with another infielder, Curtis Mead. He can play second base. He can play third base. Batting over three hundred, Looks like he's going to be a very good professional player, but he's blocked at the major league level because they have so many options. They can then turn around, because it's Tampa Bay, they always have... Tons of pitchers in that system, whether it's somebody like a Cole Wilcox. They do have Shane Boss, who started playoff games for them, but is rehabbing Tommy John. Very promising player. They he doesn't fit their competitive window this year, so they may be willing to part with him. He has the ceiling when healthy of a potential number one, number two prospect. He was actually a player to be named later, believe it or not. Wow. Um wow. and and then some some other depth pitching flyers. Mason Montgomery, the lefty, is their number 14 prospect. Uh, they have a a young player from their international free agency class, Santiago Suarez, who was like the number 18 pitcher. You could make a deal with the two infielders, Curtis Mead and Kyle Manzardo. You could say, give me Shane Boz as well, and then two lottery tickets on some lower level pitchers. That would give you two high-level position players who could come up right now and play for the Angels, as well as a pitcher that is finishing up his rehab probably over the offseason and would be close to ready to go next year, and some lottery tickets for the future if the Rays
1: wanted to make that deal. The the Rays have a reputation of fleecing their trade partners. Is that something we should be concerned about here? <laughs> the, the common consensus, that's why I, I said
2: you have to ask for Shane Boz, is because... Yeah. If they call you and they ask for a pitcher, the first thing you should do should be to and then call the smartest people you know and say, why do they want this pitcher of ours? <laughs> what are we not doing with him? So it might be a, a situation where you need to suggest the pitcher out of their system versus them offering someone to you. Mm-hmm. But we have enough of a major league sample of Shane Boss watching him start games at the major league level in the yes. postseason where provided he comes back from Tommy John, okay, which is not a guarantee, but it's a lot better than it was. You have to feel good about the ceilings of those three guys. But definitely in that case, you suggest the pitchers, not them.
0: Hmm. Do you see a trade package that would include Shohei and then maybe another player on the Angels, like maybe a Hunter Renfro gets thrown in or somebody along those lines? Do you think that that incentivizes the package? Or do you think because they're taking on that contract that it actually might mean that the Angels don't get a haul right back if it's a team with money like the Dodgers I think that's a good scenario
2: where you've seen the Dodgers kind of rotate that third outfield spot especially while Mookie's been used in the infield right so if you do a package let's say with the Dodgers you go and you the big ask from them would be multiple pitchers right you're looking at they've got I want to say they have six pitchers in their top 10 uh, Bobby Miller Emmett Sheehan Gavin Stone Ryan Peppio, who's hurt right now but he's coming back soon Landon Knack, Nick Nastrini, lots of pitchers. That Double A Tulsa rotation was very, very good earlier this year. Uh, they have two really well-regarded catchers, Dalton Rushton and Diego Cartaya. I know your top two prospects are catchers, <laughs> but the value of these guys is really good and it's hard to make this deal and not get one of those. And I feel like you can give them a Renfro back and shed that contract. They can take that. It's not going to push them over the next competitive balance tax window, but... It is going to give them somebody to kind of give them stability out there. I could also see a scenario where they got a shortstop from you. They are in the market for a shortstop. They've since Gavin Lux's injury, so I could see them asking for a shortstop that's not Zach Neto back uh, out of the system, and then you can ask for a high ceiling outfielder like an Andy Pahe, incredible power, uh, some swing and miss concerns, or a guy
1: who's been at the major league level like a Johnny Deluca. Well, uh, I, I, I think we have, have we covered the Baltimore Orioles? I'm just trying to save time. Uh, (laughs) I
2: want to get into them. They are the last one. And that's the one that I like the most because you're the, the, the off limits, Jackson holiday, probably off limits. Grayson Rodriguez probably off limits. But after that, I think just about everybody else is available. And so you look at that triple A team. Kobe Mayo is a third baseman who may have to, who who can play first base as well. Uh, Hessen Kierstad is an outfielder, corner outfielder who may play first base as well. One of them. Probably in the deal Colton Cousers at the major league level, but they have a surplus of outfielders at the major league level, including some corner veterans with power, like a, uh, uh, Andrew Santander. And so you get one of those guys, they've got multiple middle infielders, Jordan Westbrook, Joey Ortiz, you pick one of those. The issue you're going to have is unless you insist on a guy like a Cade Povich or a Kyle Stowers, I feel like your, your pitching return might be a little bit weak from the Orioles. It's going to be very
0: position player heavy if you make that deal. What do you think about that, Mike? Man, I I really like Shohei. (laughs) I know. (laughs) You know, this is a hard conversation to have, but I think if the Angels do need to make a deal, I think the most comfortable, as a fan, the most comfortable that I would be would be to trade Shohei to, like, Baltimore instead of the Dodgers, just simply because we wouldn't, we would not hear the end of it. And Johnny being in Pasadena would not hear the end of it. <laughs> right. And you're in LA, you're in like Dodger country and I'm more in angel country where I live. And so I think that Baltimore package could be great because it seems like they have a lot of really good guys that are ready to break through. And again, John, to your point, that's what the angels need. They need a lot of guys that can break through. It's why they drafted the way that they drafted. They need a lot of guys that can immediately come up and break through. And so if they're going to make a deal, it sounds like Baltimore would be maybe the best maybe even Tampa Bay because Tampa Bay always has just like they have they have secret guys that they don't let anybody else know about that end up becoming just really fantastic
1: Otani's gonna if he gets traded he's gonna see how good the pitching labs and everything are at other. Uh, teams, because the Angels, I think, are behind the curve on on that sort of thing. So that's that's an area that concerns Seems me. Seems like as it. Well. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah. is the, that is
2: the next uncharted territory in baseball as far as the haves and have-nots is do you have a pitching lab or access
1: to one? Can you do mm-hmm. all that advanced work to optimize your pitchers? Hey, this was really fun. Thanks for getting together with us and thanks for having us on Locked On MLB Prospects. Let's do it again soon. Of course. Thanks for having me.
0: Hey, thanks for making Locked on Angels your first listen of the day. Remember, the Angels play the Pirates tonight at 638 Pacific Time, and you can catch every pitch of the Angels' hometown broadcast with SiriusXM on the SXM app. Just search Angels. Give us a follow at Locked on Angels on Twitter and at Bros on Twitter and instagram mike what do we have on deck for monday's show we're going to recap that pirate series and we're hoping that it's a really good series because the angels have been playing really really good and i'm going saturday so they have to at least win that game we're going to talk about all the weekend stuff on monday on locked on angels sounds good until then my name is john and that's my brother mike and my name is mike and that's my brother john
1: thanks for being here with us and we'll see you back here on monday